everyone. Welcome back to another installment of Reboom Podcast. <laughs> of the it's Reboom. your girl Merv. It's your girl Ambria. Welcome back to Reboom Series. <laughs> Hope you all are doing good. Because we're great. <laughs> Merv's tone comes from us having technical difficulties. Technical yes. difficulties must really love us. Yep. Some Or somebody... Put a spell on yeah. our and podcast and don't want us to be great, but here we yeah. are, mm-hmm. overcoming adversity like we do every other day in every other context. Yep. Just now in the podcast yeah. context. So, yep. Either way, we're glad to be back with y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in, or thank you all for tuning in. My bad. Um, whether it's your first time or your whatever episode time this is, thank you for tuning in. How exciting if this is somebody's first time hearing us. Hi, yeah. new person. <laughs> but, um, first and foremost, RIP DMX, what a tragic know, end to a tragic life, honestly. Yeah. Did so. You, there, I think there was like a documentary out about him. I didn't know that. Okay, it was on, it might have been like a BET special or Uh-oh. something, but like there was something that like had recently resurfaced and everybody talks about like he struggled with addiction, but supposedly like according to this documentary, he was smoking weed when he was 14 and it was laced yep. and then he became addicted. Yeah. On top of having an abusive parent in the household. It's really? Just was, I didn't know all that. Yeah. I think I read somewhere like his mom like almost beat, like beat him so bad, like his teeth. It came out his mouth type oh situation. So it was like, yeah, like super, super abusive. So, yeah. Oh so the adults around him really were just like, not nah, shit. So honestly, Pete, probably at peace now. Right. To be quite honest. Right. That's so, so sad. But rest in peace, DMX. I'm about to watch Belly. I haven't watched it as an adult. Yeah. I just remember like sneaking and watching it as a kid, like yeah. peeking through the. But yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, on a way different note. <laughs> in, a, in a different plane, different galaxy. In this episode, we are going to talk about kind of a romantic topic. Like, a, yeah. we always make everything friendship. friendship family. But you know what? This low-key could be that, too. And we'll talk. I'll, I'll mention it later. Like, being equally yoked with your friends. That's oh, the thing. You think so? Yes, bro. Cause I, okay, we'll get to we'll it. T- we'll talk we'll to, to it. Yeah, talk about it later. But, um... Yeah, so we're going to talk about what it means to be equally yoked. Boom. And we thought it was yolk. Y-O-L-K, like, a, like a an egg. Like when you split it, do it go into or The yolk comes out, yep. It's not about that. Apparently not. <laughs> so we learned. It comes from, they started using it in the Bible. Yeah. And I think that a yolk itself is this metal, it's either metal or wood bar thing. Where two cattle, two like cows or bulls or whatever, are supposed to have their heads in it. So to be equally yoked means to like, it's like two things that are full equal. I don't know, bro. I didn't make it up. But anyways, what it means to be equally yoked with your significant other or person you're seeing, talking to, whatever. So tell us what it means for you to be <laughs> equally yoked with someone. And okay, in full disclosure, we originally recorded this episode in 2020 when we yeah. when May we first 2020. yeah, when we first started the podcast, we had this 
we had like four or five episodes like ooh, we really gonna kill them with these like this content <laughs> is great it's perfect and we if anyone was around from the beginning you saw us in this little room that was so cute and it yeah, had it like cute. flowers on the wall it was just perfect but then we went and listened to them and the sound was absolutely terrible yeah. like you could it was sounds like we were talking through you know how like you talk through um a toilet paper roll or <laughs> a paper yeah. towel roll was, that's exactly what it sounded it like it was a lot but, of um echo yeah we didn't really know because we were just focused on how cute the background right we're like oh they're really gonna love it <laughs> that i mean but then that first something we used one of them did we not boundaries oh so we did that was the only one we okay used. we used one of them and it got a lot of views on youtube because the background was like yeah but maybe was really that was cute. why a lot of people didn't stay on the youtube the sound was yeah the sound was trash but anyways yeah. then um in more recent times we tried again to do this similar vibe yeah. and technical difficulties there happened again but fortunately now we get to have this conversation we are older more mature now yeah we were the last I mean one year makes that. a difference one year in the pandemic I mean bro because talk the about things, a mind shift we do we still have that audio somewhere mm-hmm. okay I want to have the video too I'm pretty sure I have it in my phone I want to hear I think that was my, when I was wearing black and you were wearing like was that green when you were wearing your scarf probably I've been wearing the that scarf, same scarf for, for years, years. And, but she yeah. be getting clean watch <laughs> don't worry but, but anyways um yeah, our opinions are a little bit different <laughs> yeah. now, uh, one pandemic year later. Yeah. So, with all of that, tell us, how do you define <laughs> being equally yoked with a significant other? Yeah. I define being equally yoked with a significant other as, number one, having same line of morals and values. Okay. Um, Having... It would ideally you would have like the same level of ambition. I feel like if you're going to be having a life that intertwines with one another, you would probably want want to be be. on the same playing field. On it's not everyday hustle grind, no. But it's like, are we? Do we have the ambition to move our life together forward and where our goals? That type of thing. That's a uh huh. Um, and then last but not least, financially. I think is like I said, number one, <laughs> non-negotiable. I, you don't like you don't have to be making the most money in the world, but like if it's like around the same range, then I fine. think, okay. or at least in a space where you're able to do the things that y'all want to do. That y'all, yeah, because I don't want to change my life to match someone else's. To me, yeah, I'm there. not. I don't want to go backwards. I just want to always okay, keep moving okay, forward. Okay, okay, that's a very good way to say it. So, how do I define being equally yoked? I laugh. We both laugh because when we first had this conversation, everybody knows I'm very, like, open to things and I'm, like, hey, when people judge, like, you know, I'm, mm -hmm, I don't know, a millennial woman. But, um, yeah, back then I was like, oh, it doesn't matter (laughs) how much they make. It doesn't matter this. It doesn't matter that. And don't get me wrong. My opinion is the same in that someone doesn't necessarily have to have a lot of money. I don't even expect them to have the same amount of money as me, but they have to be stable in that area. Because like you say, they're 
who wants to move backwards? Right. Like, I'm at a point now where I want to go and try restaurants yeah. and go travel and go see things. I'm at yeah. the, like, I literally had told one of my friends, like, that I call this chapter of my life, enjoy the fruits of my labor. Like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to do that. So, if someone is doesn't have enough to just do right. those kinds of things, then we're... We yeah. are not on the same. They're not equally yoked with me in that way at that point. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Of course, it's always like it's levels to yeah. things. Like people are up sometimes and they're down sometimes. Like, but generally, I want to be able to do certain things. So I feel like that's equally yoked to me. And um, morals, values, same. Um, not necessarily education level. We've talked about that. I. I don't, I don't need yeah, somebody with a JV. And I was in those classes seeing those people like, I'm yeah. good on y'all, actually. But, um. Well, like, if you don't have, like, the educational background, like, it's be smart. You can, you like, can tell when, smart. literally, just be smart. Like, can I have a conversation with yeah. you? Can, can you wrap your mind around new things? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times, like, it's. You don't have to have a college degree to have developed your mind and to have experienced things and, you know, looked into them. But if you don't have a college degree and you have not developed your mind and you're so close-minded, someone who's as, I feel like, free a thinker as myself, we're not going to, we're going to butt heads because I'm going to be like, you really think like that? Right. Like, and that's ugly. Okay. So I want to go back to the point you made about the financial piece. Of course, you I, do. yes, I do. I enjoy <laughs> That's it. Her yeah, I enjoy thing. It. But when we were when you were talking about like you know it doesn't like matter. That was kind of like your position. That was my position initially. Last year I'm a new lady. But now. I just wanted to bring that back to the forefront because I feel like in this whole your conversation that should be at the top. Be- only because only because when you look at like numbers for like divorces, what's the number one cause? financial issues is it yeah that's actually a thing well i mean i would i would imagine but i would think it's something like something like morals okay this was something so for you being equally yoked number one is finances yeah my argument is that i think finances are important however i think other things ought to be considered as well yeah I don't, I don't know, like, you're, did you cheat on me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that, like, there's, I'm, I'm saying, like, in the divorce context, but, um, we had gotten to a conversation on this topic about settling. Do you feel like finances are the number one, like, cause of someone settling? Like, if they settle for someone who makes less than them, as opposed to settling for other things? Is it settling if they settle for the money? Is that what you're asking? I'm saying, what kind of, like, what, define settling. How do you define settling? Settling is, to me, staying in something, you know, that either, A, you deserve better in, you're not happy in, or it just doesn't align with who you are. That's settling. Okay. Because I feel like when we see settling in the media all the time, it's like, oh, she settled for a man who doesn't make as much as her or who's not as established or whatever. But I feel like, just like you said, settling means settling for anything that is not what you want it's not conducive yeah but then it's like at what point what's the difference between settling and compromising like i've raised this before in the event like i in my mind i have to be with the black man yeah but if i meet someone who is not black and they meet every other 
thing that I want, personality, everything, am I settling if I end up with that person who's not black or am I compromising my standards? I think it's settling if you always want to think like, damn, I want a black man. You know, can I have an all black family? Then yeah, that's settling. If you're always, if it's always (laughs) in the back of your mind, like, (laughs) then, because then you can like low-key develop a hatred for the person. Yeah, you will resent them when they, when your Earth, Wind, and Fire song come on and they don't know it. Exactly. Okay, but that's the reason why you have standards because you know certain things will trigger you or not. But, um, but I feel like, okay, I'm just the last time I'm going to go back to it. Now we can You can keep on bringing up finances. No, this is the the point I wanted to make before, but like in some instances, like have you ever watched Crazy Rich Asians? No. One of my favorite movies. So there's this woman. She's like an heir to like this hotel. Oh. Like oh. yeah. Oh, like what's the Tipton, London Tipton. Yeah, like that. Oh, um, life. she's like crazy, crazy rich. Obviously, the title, and she married this man who is ambitious. He's like a startup guy uh-huh. and everything like that. But it's their relationship was so. It was just like awful in the way that he began to feel like emasculated as a man because she had money and she felt that she doesn't want she didn't care that he didn't have any like as much money as her because obviously an heiress you know right it's hard to top that she didn't care but he he, because of his feelings of being or feeling emasculated she then began to hide her purchases and can we not buy certain things so it's like yeah the financial piece for you is whatever but that person are they okay with it is there something down the line that they're going to be like, damn, my girl makes more money than me. Mm. This is not, like, how a man is supposed to be. That is true. That is... I'm glad you mentioned this because I've, you know, dabbled in, yeah. the, dabbled in the thought. And I've also talked to other people who've had this experience. Like, to be with a woman who... And this is me speaking in, like, hetero terminology because that's yeah. my community. But, like, to be with a strong woman who has money takes a man who's so secure of himself and the truth of the matter is and this is not shade and i'm not trying to overgeneralize but a lot of men are not Not. that way and i think society has taught them that their value comes from how much they can contribute Mm -hmm. so if you have a woman who's contributing way more right even subconsciously you're like right man i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing or she's gonna leave me for someone with more or whatever so like even back when we had this conversation before, my sentiment is like, it doesn't matter how much he has, yeah. woo-woo, but... I think it does. But it, then it's, it goes to your point of like, does this person have these other personality qualities right. that could differ from us being in a situation like that? I mean, yeah, but it also could seem like it. Like, and right. we've talked about in recent times, like, when people are trying to get the attention of someone who they feel like is here... They are going to twist, turn, yeah. bend, do whatever they have to do, yeah. say, make it seem. Oh, people will be like, I read a hundred <laughs> books yesterday, like trying to make it yeah. seem. Yeah. Even if it's not as dramatic and cringy as that, yeah. they can make it seem like they're good with the woman who has a mm-hmm. lot. Because I think it's trendy to to feel like you're supporting a woman who yeah. has a lot until you're in a situation with a woman who actually has a, lot, has a lot and then you're you like to fill away. oh wait this is too much exactly like, i've had people tell me like oh that person has a crush on you that person wants you that like just naming it but right. it's like no they don't but you feel very insecure just just by me existing right but 
you can't see that on a first okay. date. Okay. <laughs> you can't see that on a first, second, third, fourth, not even in necessarily the first it, few months. Like it takes years deep into some stuff. Until they really start to look at some shit like, damn, this person really does make more money than me. But if it's if it's weird, cause like it's not weird, but it's it's just like how we're all raised up. Like if a man makes more than us, it's like whatever. But when a woman makes more, is there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack. It's funny because my dad was actually talking about a situation that someone else in my family is going through, and yeah. kind of like comparing it to a past situation that I was in. He's yeah. like, if I was with a woman who had a bunch. I'm quiet. Like, he's like, you got it, sweetie, whatever you want. Like, right. I'm going to just be, you know, seen at yeah. her. Like, you just adjust to what the what the circumstances call yeah. for. And if they call for your woman have a hella, then you don't. And that's how I feel a little less now. But before, my sentiment was super, if you're with the woman who has a lot, can you just, like, be along for the ride? If I was a man... <laughs> I'd be the best man there ever was. Because <laughs> let's tell you, if my lady making more, she where we off next to boo? That, that's let me go ahead and clean the house up real quick. And don't let, let me, her, you know, make some dinner before she get home. Shit, she making the money. We gotta keep the straight going. That's what I'm saying. But like, they don't think like that. They don't. I'm saying like, let her be. And I'm of course I'm talking about me. Like let <laughs> let her be. Let her go to work. Let her. But let her be someone who's giving and, yeah. like, really cares about you. The money doesn't matter. Like, if yeah. I got it and I want to go, if I want to go to Bali or whatever. It's nothing. It's nothing at that point because. But it's also not nothing every single time, though. No. That's another conversation <laughs> that people That's get very comfortable. That's the problem. Now I can tell your favorite anecdote. Oh, God. What is it? Okay, so. Speaking of people getting comfortable in a situation where you're not equally yoked, um, I had an experience in the past, many, many years ago. I'm a new woman. I would, I would, you know, address things differently. But um, we were in a drive-thru mm-hmm. at a restaurant. And it's honestly the cheap. I'm not even going to say the name of the place. No, she just say so- it. Let's no! really add to the story. Okay, have you had In N Out before? That shit's like five dollars. That's the cheapest meal that you can the get. The five is in- like two dollars. <laughs> this shit's cheaper than McDonald's. That's the cheapest meal you can get in America. Okay, so we're in the drive-through of In N Out. Yeah, and the person actively left his wallet, and in that moment, it was like a curb and then some grass. <laughs> And I was thinking, how much damage would I do to my car yeah. if I go over this curb? Because in that moment, like, you're just taking advantage yeah. of me. Like, $5. Like $5 it's like a very it's simple not... meal. In, in the same situation, it got to the point where that person would be like, why don't you just cover, like, groceries? Or why don't you just cover, like, things that everyone needs? But it's like, okay, you make more, so why not... Groceries, we can go a good thirty dollars to get you a solid amount of stuff. I'm, <laughs> I don't know, but all of this to say, like, be careful. Yeah, all of that could be avoided if you're in a situation with someone who's legitimately equally yoked. Yeah, and it's people can pretend for a long time that, that they true. have a certain level of drive and they have certain goals, but after a while, you realize that that's not actually them. Yeah. They just tried to rise to the occasion so that they could be in your presence. Yeah. And when you learn that that's the case, get out the jam. <laughs> well, that person that you were with, they're just like a dangerous combination of like 
when it comes to, they're not equally yoked to you financially, personality wise. Like shit, there was no yoke. <laughs> Y'all, what was going on? There wasn't a yoke to be equal. We can talk about that like, another day, everybody. So but, it's like uh, stuff like that's why I feel like, like you said, you can't really know because I'm like, even if you have non-negotiables, how can you really know? And and when you get to know someone. Like learning what their past is and their traumas and things yeah. like that. That's a whole nother level of like, okay, well, we're not equally yoked, but now I know that you do this because that, or if I yeah. do this, then you gon' is gonna be, you know, like Why? you start to feel accountable for them. But like, I say one way of avoiding a situation like that is just take more time to get to know each other, to get to know each other, 100%. and and not too much too soon. Yeah, because. Like you always say, like what is the word you use? Like they what? Like shower you with too much love. Oh, love bombing. Love bombing you. Yeah. If you meet somebody and they want to talk every single day, all day, they want to Facetime. They want to send you this and this, you know, all of that. It's It's a lot. Too much. Like the words that they use about you, like. You can kind of tell, and this is going to sound bad, but you can kind of tell when you're out of somebody's league yeah. because of the way that they speak to you. It's almost like they're interviewing, like they're trying to make it perfect. Yeah. And, oh, what do you do? Oh, I do these five things yeah. and on the side, <laughs> and then I also pet dogs on yeah. the weekend. It's like you can tell yeah. when they're trying to do too much yeah. because they know that they have no business even yeah. stepping to you. Yeah, they give very much TED talk. They give TED Talk. This is why it's, like you said, it's good to get to know people. Get to know the real them. Okay, let's stop talking about work. What about you? You as a person, what does that look like? Right. You got to get to those questions. You got to damn near ask about people, families. But that's the thing. If you're taking the amount of time that you should be taking, those kinds of things will come out naturally over time. But if you're going too fast, that gives, like you said, TED Talk. That yeah. gives interview. That gives, like, yeah. final round. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a gamble. I feel like just dating in general is a gamble. Yes. Because, like, some people, they do that love, the love bombing shit off bat, and they, they last. Yeah. In other situations, that shit turns into something that's super manipulative. That... Okay. So I think it's safe to just be on the, let's just get to know each other for a long period of time. And then I'm going to see from there if we should like, you know, get into like a relationship or whatever the situation may be. If somebody is love bombing you a lot early and it lasts, perhaps it could be like, okay, they really, really rock with me. Yeah. Or it could be that they're equally yoked with you. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. They can do, you know. Yeah. I always think about like, if I'm in a full fledged, like not just a known situation, but like a full fledged thing, it's nothing to be giving. It's nothing to let's go here, let's do that. I saw this thing and it made me think of you. I'll give you that. Like, it's nothing. So perhaps it's one of those type situations. But like you said, the love bombing could stop. They could do a lot up mm-hmm. front and then slow down yeah. or use it as a pawn. But I got you a yeah. And we um we talked we touched on this last time too. But when we were talking about um them the form of love bombing being in a sense where they make you feel like this is like the best thing that ever happened to you so they're gearing you up so they can stop doing that shit by that time they stop doing that shit you're already too deep in the shit to get out that yes that 
that whole like running backwards thing is yeah. very much a thing. And I feel like a lot of us have been in that kind of situation where somebody starts off so, so good, good and mm. don't let you not so be good. used to like receiving gifts. I've been yeah. in a situation like that where they're starting to give gifts yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm not used to like the right. gift giving type. Right. Now all of a sudden you're deep in this situation and you're wondering when is that person going to come back? And yeah. it's like that never was who you, they were. Yeah. You spend the rest of the relationship trying doing to that. get that thing yeah. back. And that was them pretending Ugh. just to get you. Lord, do I know that feeling? <laughs> People will pretend they like. Oh, they she really looks do. like a. She's she's on her stuff. Let they me really get do. her. A, she's really gonna yeah. like that one, and with no intention of ever doing that yeah. again. Or if they notice that you you actually care about them, boy, I tell you, <laughs> they gonna run you into the ground, baby. I swear to God. Uh, that's another thing. Sending you through. I have to stop saying that's another what? thing. I said that's another it's thing. Your so much. It's your I'm make a that's your thing. Thing. Okay. Um. In addition to that, um. Now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> you and your thoughts gotta be equally okay. We are not. It's we not are, working today. Do the pages. Anyways. What was the thought about? I don't. You remember like the topic? Now, like, now the direction I'm gonna be thinking way too hard about it. What did we even say? We were talking about being equally yoked. <laughs> what was the, oh, we were talking about, damn, how I forget that quick. Okay, so me too. This <laughs> this last little section, what were we just talking about? <laughs> it was. We are drinking water, by the way, everybody. Going backwards. If you care about somebody, they're going to run you to the ground. Oh, okay. I go. remember what I was going to say. <laughs> um, when you care about someone, they'll run you to, when, I can't talk now. They'll run you through the ground because yeah. they know that. They can get you back. And yeah. that is oh. such a delicate yeah. back and forth because like if you really care about someone and they apologize and you, you know, and then you're back there, but then they do something else. It's yeah. so delicate to stay or go because it's like, do I go? And then yeah. now I have a question mark on that situation because we really rock yeah. or do I stay and just watch you play in my face? It's, it's, like, it's usually the latter for most people like I'm, me. But I'm, I've grown up since then, but since two years ago. I'm for, since but, last year. But. but that's the thing. Yeah. Especially like if you've encountered a certain amount of people and then you find someone and y'all really click and rock. Yes. It's like, I feel like people are more inclined to yeah. give more chances. Mm-hmm. And then you just are in the cycle and it's sick. You know what else I have actually learned as well? What? Is that you really can't spend a whole lot of time with the person that you like either. What do you mean? Like, for example, y'all spending like four out of seven days. That's too much. That's way too yeah. much. Yeah, okay, agreed. You got to bring it back because then you gonna, that's going to feel like you're normal. So when the shit get bad, then your normal is... You gonna, when y'all pull away, you're going to be like, damn, I missed that. And you're going to want to go back. Because so that it was creates that, that dynamic of yeah. always going back and forth. It's like, that shit felt like home. I want to be back there. Uh-huh. And you just forget about all the bad stuff that happened. Yeah, because it feels... That is very true that it becomes your normal. Yeah. It's either... Okay. It's either you are in a situation and it feels like home and it feels so great. And then you go away and it's like, eh. Or yeah. you stay in the situation so long that it starts to feel like hell. Yes. Then you get out, but after you've spent how long right. in that situation? Right. Now you got to work on reinventing yourself. Uh, uh, Damn near. Reinventing how you, you approach relationships. Every single thing. Because you're 
honestly, relationships can be traumatic. They like, are people traumatic. have trauma from they are bro because we don't know how to treat each other. That's really the baseline of it. You're saying humans just yeah, humans don't know how to treat each other. I don't think they do. I feel like or they know they just don't want to. I feel like. I think that humans can know how to treat each other, but it becomes like a control thing almost. Yeah, I feel like, like a power. Yeah, thing. like I know how I want to be treated, and so I like to treat people that yeah. way. But if someone's like, okay, if I treat her like this, then she'll act like this. Yeah. Or if I treat her like that, then, you know, I don't know. But relationship trauma is a very much That's a thing. Real. I One of my, being full disclosure, one of my traumas from a past relationship this one time, and if this person listens to the podcast, which I hope I, it's I weird. could just let it. But um, I was at my house, and I was still living in California, and I had two of my friends over. Yeah. And it was like around the time I was about to graduate. And I looked out the window, and do you know I literally saw this man riding past my house on a scooter? There was nothing. I was not living on a block with the <laughs> grocery right. store with Walgreens or nothing like that. But right. the relationship was very stifling in every sense of the word. Like, who are you texting? Block this person. You can't, you know, just like controlling. Yeah. So to see him riding down the street in front of my house, what if I was outside? What if I was alone at home? Like, what did you intend on doing? Yeah. So now. That's kind of scary. That's, looking back. That's extremely scary. And I have trauma from that. Like, now I be here. And if somebody texts me, somebody in my family texts me like, I just rode past your house and I saw you in the window or something like that. Like, that gives me trauma. Like, people think it's a cute little thing. And I'm like, so you were watching me? Now I'm feeling surveilled like I used to feel. So it's like, and don't get me wrong, like, I've healed from the relationship. But certain things are just like, ooh, I really don't like that, actually. Because... Of a bad experience. So, anyways. Yeah, relationships are. Relationships are something. Traumatic. <laughs> Traumatic. Trauma gang. <laughs> but look, we're here now and we're older and we yeah. can. The red flags, honey. I can see a red Bull. flag from 100 miles away. Like, I can don't see even... it from the next day. Don't play with me like literally, that. Literally, literally. From the next like, day. Oh, you two, what? Okay. Oh, I had a point also when you were talking about your situation of the person, like, talking about, like, oh, block this person and Uh do that. In a relationship, I'm not that type of person. I feel like we have to start this shit off with trust. So I'm going to trust that you're doing the right thing. Right. And this one partner I was with uh, not too long ago, he would be making those type of jokes. Like, oh, why are you going through my my phone? His phone's over there. So. Why are you doing this? I'm like, I didn't even do that shit. So just something. So I'm like, what are you? What are you like, you know, because I don't think... I've never just, like, created an environment where I, he would feel like, oh, I need to hide my phone. Because uh-huh. I don't care what the hell you're doing. I I expect you to do right by right. me. But but he would always ask those type of questions. I'm like, I don't care about shit like that. But that's... One, that's him being insecure. And two, yeah. that's him showing guilt, bro. Yeah. Like, if somebody's making all those comments, and that's what I learned in a past situation, like, they themselves yeah. are on some other stuff. Yeah. I've been in this situation, and this is the same one, of course. Because it was... <laughs> Like, very, it was like really bad. But, um, where somebody's like, ooh, like trying to look through my phone. I woke up once and somebody was on the floor going through my phone. Not on the floor. On the floor in the middle of the night going through my phone. What'd you do? I was like, he like got up and threw the phone. I'm like, why are you on my phone? And I didn't, this same person went through my email before and was like, oh, I saw you had met this person at this networking event. Cause you know, I was in, 
I was networking, yeah. meeting like people in my something field. that he probably should have been doing. Too. <laughs> probably for, have these issues. Perhaps just just for a little, little minute, Trash. but um, yeah, like, but then not gonna act like I never went through a phone. I was not uh mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. <laughs> I used to just get an inkling, and yeah, you know, one and one a woman's that instinct. Like I could count on one hand the amount of times in that relationship that I went through his phone, and every time did I find something? Yes, it was like. <laughs> The spirit of the universe yeah. was like, look right now. And I look and be like, oh, okay. So that's what, right. you know, but a guilty person is going to be like, oh, are you? And make sure you, I'm chilling, bro. It, it don't be that serious to me. It's never. And it's like, you could just be single. I could just Let's start there. be single. Like. And it, like people need to do more of that. Of being less single. relationships, more being single. Can we do that? Twenty twenty, twenty twenty until forever. Let's just be less single. relationships. A, a lot of people, yeah, <laughs> more, are serial. More being single. Are serial relationship hoppers? We all be seeing it on social media when it be like, dang, she got a new, a new boyfriend. But it's like, how are you? How are you working on you? If you're it's, framing yourself from the lens of some new person mm-hmm. every single time, like say. You like ice skating, okay? And you also like boxing. Yeah. You go from a relationship with an ice skater, so now you're doing that all the time. Yeah. To a relationship with a boxer, now you forgot about the ice skating you. Right. And that's what you love. (laughs) (laughs) And you said, fuck ice skating. (laughs) Literally. So. Be equally yours. (laughs) Well, okay, we have some questions. Okay. Well, our question was, does a person need to be in a certain financial, a certain place career-wise or financially for you to consider, to consider settling down with them? Your answer is? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. My answer, different from last time, was like, absolutely not. Wherever you are. My answer now is going to be, they need to be as far along on their journey comparable to where I am. So you don't have to be a lawyer in your mm-hmm. second year at a law firm like me. But yeah. if you're doing whatever it is, you need to have been working at it yeah. for some time. And you need to be at a place where you're starting to see some kind of, yeah. you know, it's working out. This is the right path I'm on. Yeah. Some sign that you're not. You got to be comfortable where you at because I'm not going to take, be, you know, be at the you know opposite end of that shit. Yeah. If you're not feeling where you're at. I'm not going to be there. Sorry. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Then the next question was, how do people interact with you and your career choices? We kind of talked about this, like, um, a little bit during... With me and my career choices, people see the end and not the journey. They Mm -hmm. see she's a lawyer and she, like, now, like, has a condo and she X, Y, and Z. And so they try... And rise to that, oh, let me, you know, use my biggest, smartest words and like try, you know, people, and this is even in the normal everyday context, like people ah. be trying to like rise to the occasion and right. it's like, I'm a normal black girl from Broadview. My family is very normal, down to earth. They are. So now you sound stupid to me. Like now you're using words and I don't even know what that is. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. someone's trying to be impressive. So like. Impressive yeah. whole time they insecure and projecting. Yeah, really, really. Or someone has told me before, and I don't even think we were being romantic 
at the time. But like, um, oh yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a woman making more than me. Like people They told you that? Yeah. I'm provoked. <laughs> I think we were having a conversation about it. And this was my um, friend, but um Yeah. I want them like I want thing. them to get to the root of that. It's probably like patriarchy and I think whatever. Family stuff. Yeah. Also, some people like, oh, okay, my dad was the breadwinner so I want to be the breadwinner or I saw my mom she was a single mom and I saw her struggle so I want to be the the savior for her that's fine and you know what like if you need to feel like you're a breadwinner like win the bread bro I'll keep my money in my back pocket (laughs) you want to just use yours okay that's fine y'all will save and save it's it's some um What's it called? It's some parts of the Patriot. I'm like, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> let's go ahead and you keep that work every day. Like, you're gonna, pay, you, you gonna pay for the dates. Okay, go ahead and no, do that. exactly. You're gonna do all that. Mm-hmm. You wanna get my nails done? You wanna, you wanna, pay, the, you wanna pay the rent? Pay the mortgage, y'all? If that's gonna make you feel nothing. good, then, then do that. Nothing. Let's do that. But I mean, yeah. See, my thing with stuff like with, with men when they say stuff like that, it's just like rooted so deeply in misogyny. Also, like I see a lot of um, it, like in the rise of like entrepreneurship. There's a lot of women who own these like super cool brands uh-huh. and like making tons of money. So this one girl in particular, her name is Valentina. She like makes like um, lingerie oh, and uh-huh. I heels. saw her. I saw her. So I saw this video of her when she was doing one of her uh, Twitch streams or whatever, but. She was talking about how men are always talking her crazy, like, oh, she must be, you know, sleeping with someone to get what she got, or there's somebody behind, you know, behind the scenes helping her out. She's like, honestly, y'all don't pay my bills. Women do. Like, I sell lingerie lingerie and bikinis, so I got to show my lingerie and bikinis. (laughs) So it's like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, if someone got it, they got it. What's that to you? There's a lot. There's a lot. Misogyny is a sickness. Yeah. Truly. When I saw that, I was like, you know what? You're right. Because you, y'all not even buying her shit. Why do y'all care? Literally just projecting, okay, a woman's supposed to be the same right. old thing. Seen, not her. She's not supposed to have a whatever. Right. Showing her. It's like... But those same people... It's like those same people who are so... They be thinking that they're so rooted in tradition. Yeah. Okay, then pay all the bills. Please, provide. But you ask them to do that. That's too much. Build a house. <laughs> Did you build our house? Build a wall. Like, I, I want them to bring the draft back. <laughs> For I want them to bring the draft back to see how many of these so-called men are really going to step up to the plate. You bring back the draft, <laughs> niggas finna be in Canada. <laughs> niggas finna be, you know, oh, I That's can, funny. I have this and that. Bring the draft back. Where the real men at? That's... The ones that's going to die behind their country. Where y'all at? <laughs> Since we're talking about tradition and shit, where the real man at? Where the real man at? Who gonna gonna die for us? That's a man right there. If we we talking about tradition and patriarchy, that's a man man. right there. There's a silly man dying for this country. But nonetheless, (laughs) that's a traditional man. Yeah, people choose the traditions. In the same way, we talk about this in the context of the Bible. Yeah, People choose the traditions that they want to follow. So you're telling me that. You starting to have sex when you were 16, and then you got married at 43. That was okay. <laughs> but, like, homosexuality is not? They're, like, they're going to hell, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> right sure, right. Jan. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of weird. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, career choices. People be they be on it. They be on it. Get it how you live. Okay. Um, what do I have? Oh, you know what else we could just like tie this into is um. I don't even know if this ties into equal yoke, but you have mentioned about relationships. I think it was like when you're talking about your relationship, but Sweetie and Quavo. Oh. That whole situation was like ugly. so weird. That whole. So, <laughs> for anyone who's not up on yeah. local black culture, there was a rapper of the group Migos. His Quavo. name is Quavo. And then there's a rapper named Sweetie. Mm-hmm. And they were in a relationship with one another. And recently they broke up. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a video that surfaced of some domestic violence. That's one of those like to me. And it was interesting to see how people were interacting with it on social Crazy. media. Crazy, Crazy. Like, so we got a different definition Crazy. of domestic violence, literally. Because there was a video; they were on an elevator, and um, basically he has swung her. Like, yeah. I don't know what the what was going on it, before but yeah. he swung her and some people were like he didn't even do that much like he didn't oh my god when the girls were saying y'all ain't never been in a t- toxic tussle before <laughs> y'all ain't never been knocked upside your head before that's nothing it i was, was like we very you're a victim <laughs> babe you're a victim you need to unpack babe, therapy. that babe, therapy. <laughs> please yeah um and it was a whole lot of girl dads being like, that wasn't even... Okay, with the women, it was giving pick me. Yeah. And with the girl dads, it was giving, I'm an abuser myself. Yeah. It's like, for thought that wasn't... But people, I think that people might have thought that on the equally yoke topic, I think that people might have thought that Sweetie was in the relationship with Quavo for money because yeah. he had gotten her... What's that car? Bentley. I think it was a Bentley. I don't, I don't think it was a Mercedes. It was something next. Rolls Royce? No. I think it was Bentley. Okay. Well, it was a car know. that I can't afford. So we'll... Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. So he had got her this really nice car. So... And he was always shown to be showering her. Yeah. With gifts. Yeah. They were and like she, the hood love couple. Like, like, oh my God. Ooh, look at... You know, Sweetie and Quavo. Yeah. And then when they broke up, she basically made a tweet saying like, it's... It, the sentiment I got from it was like he gave me a bunch of gifts and showered me with all that, yeah. but he was being unfaithful. Yep. So it's like they go that love bombing. Yeah, love that love bombing. People and then those love bomb apologies. Mm-hmm. Quavo's very own bestie Offset. <laughs> oh, like he, get, he he good at that. Yeah, you get <laughs> caught good cheating and then you go propose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you caught. I'm sorry. You you want to get married though. And she's Whole like, home falling apart. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah. If, but but not everyone sees a manipulator. Yeah. And if you know someone and y'all are all close and you fostered this great relationship, you probably, it takes taking like 10 steps back to see that someone has been manipulating you. Yeah. Because to Cardi, who is his wife, for anyone yeah. who doesn't know. She goes up for him every single time too. Like people be trying to tell her. Granted, we're not in a relationship, no, but so like we, y'all like show us a lot, a and lot. people can put together one what? plus two, you know, one yeah. plus one. Yeah. So it's like, 
don't know. Keep that shit private then, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But if you gonna go up for the man every single time. Like she caught a charge for him. Behind well, behind him. Beating up those strippers. Oh right. Yeah. She got a whole case the behind the dude. The and girls. she's still with him. I'm not judging at all because like situations yeah. like that could be hard to leave for you whatever have, the case may be. You just have to hope that or not even hope. You might just not even think about it. But if you care about the person, you just hope yeah. that eventually they get to a point where they can see it from as clear a lens yeah. as you can see it. And for everyone that's a different time. Yeah. That's why you should only ask your friends for stuff. Like when you're like honestly serious. Like advice. Advice wise. Oh bro. That's why what... like friends get to a point where like bro stop asking me. About you're not going to leave this dude. What can I do at this point? As your friend, I'm gonna tell you to leave this nigga every time. You can say he bought you a bag, leave that nigga, please. That's so funny. You know, it gets to a point like it's you can only ask for so many situations that's fucked up. What should I do? Leave him. When you get what should I do? Leave him. What should I okay, bitch, should I kill the nigga for you? (laughs) Is that what we have gotten to? (laughs) Like for real. Ladies, if you are somewhere deep in a situation that you have overstayed your welcome, you gotta stop telling your friends. It'd be the worst though when you in one of them situations and then they do something to make you mad. You can't tell no. <laughs> you just you be mad. You just be like saying you're having the worst her. day. Everybody like, why are you so dry? Nothing. I didn't sleep good last night because you arguing with your man who not oh your man. Oh my god! For every one bad thing you, you tell your friends, you gotta tell them ten good things because you otherwise, gotta balance. if it's always bad stuff, baby. They gonna hate that dude. They're going to until, and pray on your downfall. Yeah. I have I be praying on some people's downfall. Like just I ain't never gonna lie. But you gotta balance it out. Every six months you tell them one bad thing. That's what <laughs> and I And then think. wait, that's why I'm still telling bad things from the last one. They're like, dang, that happened, girl. I couldn't <laughs> tell you because you be like, why you wait tell? Because you was finna I, go in. Yeah, I had to spread it out, yeah, space it out, space it out a little bit. My mom had told me when I had got out of my last like relationship, relationship, yeah. like, oh yeah, because you ain't never tell me the bad stuff until. But when you start telling me more frequently, yes. it'd be like every day. And here's another thing. Oh, here's something from two months ago. <laughs> oh my god, I remember when Sydney was dating this guy. She started telling me the bad stuff after they broke up. I was like, girl. Every, but that's everyone's... But Bro. We, you know when you in it that your friend's gonna yeah. be... You cannot start telling the bad until you know that you are on your Duh. way out. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you be on your way out and you end up at end. Just a little bit. But, yeah, for the most part, keep them <laughs> stories. Like that tweet I sent you where the guy was like, my next relationship gonna be private. Because it's, it's with my ex... <laughs> That is such a lie. Yes, but it's true. You be you be in a situation ship and y'all and rekindle and unrekindle oh like God. five times. But your friends, when they ask about him, right. how is he? I don't know. I mean, like I think he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> or you wait till the coach is clear. Like, oh yeah, we actually got back together. Or and your friend be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because so. look, we all we um been yeah here there. At least you live alone. You, you can bring back whoever you want. In my house, I gotta be strategic. See, <laughs> if I bring that, be like, "Oh, is that? <laughs> is that what I think it is?" <laughs> oh, you would get wait. That Ooh. happened to me before when I was living with Jada in college. She had came in, and it was this person who y'all no did not like. Do not <laughs> did not whatever. Jada came yeah. in and was like, "Oh, look." <laughs> I'm like, girl. Yeah, I'm you, sorry. I'm back there. Anyways, enough. 
Um, so deep in that thing. I'm grasping for air, okay? Um, okay, one last thing because we've like covered our segment. Yeah. Okay, equally yoked. Can we talk about it in the friendship context? Because oh, you know yeah. that I want to do it. Okay. To be equally, what do you feel like it means to be equally yoked as a friend? Because I think that like it's levels. Like there are yeah. there are friends that you have from different walks of life, but like in the same way that we said in romance, like okay, I want to be able to go to dinner and I want to go to the museum and I want to go and do this that, and okay. the other. Like sometimes you have friends who are like I can't even do it or like I can't, and I'm not saying x those friends out because right. it's different than in the romance right. context but you want to have friends who can do the same stuff yeah. that you can do yeah i agree and this is where the buckets come in when we have what was type the episode a, type it was friends, friends. right yeah I my think. friends were friends oh yeah true that's yeah, what it was yeah. yeah you have to put them in the buckets are yeah. they a friend b or c this I think the C was like the, the one, highest, the one, highest but we one. Mix it up. Yeah, the yeah. C was like those are the ones that you're gonna hold to those expectations. Like I know I can count on this person if to we be, if we want to go on a trip or if we want to go to dinner here. Yeah. But I know this person, it'd be a little different for they got a okay. different situation going on. So I'm not gonna necessarily invite. Or you could just put the fillers out there so they don't feel left out because I know that turns into a whole situation as well. Okay, but now are we having our rich friends, our closest friends, and <laughs> friends who don't got as much are the ones that well. We if your rich friends match your interests, I guess so. Because if your interest is traveling, That's you're not finna keep stringing your B friends along. Like, you know, they can't do it. <laughs> they And they ain't nothing wrong with that. They're just, they, it's just like go. everybody is in a different situation. Yes. But I feel like you have to be, like, inclusive. In the so sense, just you're just like, throw the, the invite yeah. out there. And if they can't make it, they can't go. make it. Okay. That's how it gotta be. Okay. Don't settle for your friends either. But they go they go into different buckets. Because I know in a relationship, you can't put relationships in different buckets. Right. You should only, like, yeah. you know, before you do Yeah. <laughs> you should be equally hooked. But yeah. in friendships, you got to really be strategic and, like, knowing your place in your life and their place in your life. We talk about that so much. Settling in the friendship context, I think, is a thing, too. Yeah. Like, staying in a friendship longer than you ought to have been. It's like okay, this yeah. has we're let, not for let friendships expire. Yeah, it's or let perfectly them demote. Fine. We say this all the demote, time. Demote, yes. as especially like if it's like lifelong friends or like people you've known growing up. Yeah, those tend to change a little bit. You'll probably have like a few that you like ride or die for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect okay my to... friends that I grew up with to be in the same space as the friends that I have now. It's just that's just not how life goes. The same space in what context? In terms of like kind of where we are, like especially like the friends I met in college, we all tend to kind of be on like the similar like ambitious path. Yeah, that's a very not good to point. say like they're not ambitious, but it's just like it's a different, different. vibe. It's a different, it's a different vibe. vibe. So. That is very true. But yeah, that is it for equally yoked. Yeah, find someone who's equally yoked, or just be single, bro. Just yeah, bro. sit down, single like is just fun. Single is also peaceful, and don't get me wrong, like. Maybe single sometimes, plus, but yeah, and single for the most part is I recommend. Oh, hang out with your friends or yeah. something. Single plus situationship or something is stressful, but single plus like a nothing or single plus a calm. Yeah, or single plus dating. I know I'm into this. Uh, I'm yeah. a big proponent of people just dating. Merv is a big proponent of people dating and just I dating to just am, date. That's it's fine. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's just like yeah, I don't be thinking that there's enough options out here that are great enough yeah. to for multiple people to be in my yeah. space at once. If you know the tides change <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, there's so many perfect right. people out here. Right. Maybe I would consider having multiple people in my space at once, but that's not. Even then, it's like even if I have two perfect people. I like one more. Yeah. Like, there's one that's more. So, yeah, I'm not... But they feed you in two different ways, which is good. But I like... There's a certain way that I like to be fed. So, it's like, either you're that or you're not. not. (laughs) I could be it, too. Who knows? Anyways. Whatever your preference, do it. Be equally yoked. Don't settle. Know the signs. Maybe it's a good time to plug our... What was our... Don't, Don't you know, know that you're, you're toxic? toxic? Go listen to that. We talked that was about the one. red, f- red flag. <laughs> some of y'all be colorblind, and by some, some of y'all, us. I mean me. <laughs> I used to be the no for real. Like I don't know what happened, but like after I got traumatized that much, I think I'm like really in a space where I'm like, you know what? Okay, same. Yeah, I gotta like at least I gotta handle my part and pick my partners better. I can't do. I can't. <sighs> I can't. I just gotta do my part. That's what I'm saying. That okay. So I'm do my part by taking care of me first okay. and foremost, and put me first. And that's fair. I feel like once you've been traumatized in a situation, it's yeah. so easy to be averse to romance. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, I was in a situation that was very bad. Like I'm not even. If you come with like this much stress, it's like, mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Can't do it. But perhaps that's a good place to be in. Because you're not going to allow anybody in your space yeah. who doesn't bring additional peace. Or if, it, if, if, if even it's some minor that they do, I'm like, you know what? I don't really like it like that. That happened <laughs> to me. I was like, I was just casually dating like last month or two months ago. God, I don't like him. <laughs> not as your like... To- your tolerance is low? Or do you feel like it's a, a pink flag that you know would turn red over time? It's That and my tolerance is low. Mm. It's something so simple about it. So, you know, I don't think I like this guy in a romantic sense. Could be a good friend though. And are y'all friends now? No, I wouldn't hang out with him, but I'm just like, he could be. Gonna go to what else? Maybe one day. That's funny. Okay. All right. Anyway, make sure y'all follow us on social media. Instagram, Twitter is at, at read, read the room, room pod. pod. Y'all could email us. I made but, a I made a curious. Oh pack. yeah, did you link it on the thing? Not yet, but it will be by the time you do this. Read yeah. the room pod. So just go on our Instagram, click the link in our bio, and it'll have all of our different links. You can send us an email at readtheroompod at gmail.com. We'll answer your questions. We sure would. Otherwise, thank y'all for joining us, and we will, y'all will hear us next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)